Welcome to Author Express. Thanks for checking us out. This is the podcast where you give us 15 minutes of your time and we give you a chance to hear the voice behind the pages and get to know some of your favorite writers in a new light. I'm one of your hosts, Kathleen Basie. I'm an award-winning musical composer, a feature writer, essayist, and of course, storyteller. Let me tell you a little bit about today's guest. Sarah Lynn Bruck is the award-winning author of three contemporary novels, Light of the Fire, Daytime Drama, and Designer You. Book blogger and reviewer Lee Kramer said of Sarah Lynn's books, we need more stories like this. When she's not writing, Sarah Lynn moonlights as a full-time writing and literature professor at a local community college. From Northern California, she now lives in Philadelphia with her family. Welcome, Sarah Lynn. Hi, Kathleen. Thanks for having me. It's good to have you. So tell me to start, what is the most interesting thing about where you're from? Okay. So I am from, just like you heard in the intro, I'm from Northern California. I'm from Palo Alto, which more people know about Palo Alto now than they did when I was growing up. It was a pretty boring college town. <laughs> I don't know that I would ever put those two things together, boring and college town. <laughs> I, I mean, I live in a college town. so <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think, you know, if I was my parents, you know, I would see a lot of wonderful, non-boring things about this town. And it was actually a great place to grow up. But I think probably the most interesting thing about it is the location. I could hop on a train and go to San Francisco. I could go to the beach. I could go to the mountains. And that kind of convenience, there's nothing like that. So I was really, really grateful to grow up, not just in a really nice, safe community. And there's lots of nice, safe communities, thank goodness. But it was just a proximity to all of these wonderful things that I could take advantage of. That sounds wonderful. I know the Bay Area a little bit. We went there on our honeymoon. So that's oh, cool. where'd you go? Well, we ended up in Napa Valley, but we flew in and out of San Francisco. And mm -hmm. I have family who lives in Palo Alto. And we came back to San Francisco for the end of our trip. But I actually got food poisoning on Fisherman's Wharf. So that's a whole Ooh. different story. <laughs> oh, that's that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's that's, that's always a fun one because then you know you're, you're on your honeymoon and your husband is calling the HR people trying to get you on insurance. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. Anyway, that's really cool that you live in the Bay Area. It's a lovely, lovely area. Yeah, it is. And I've lived lots of different places, which I think, I think actually, because I've listened to quite a few of these episodes, a lot of us have kind of bounced around a little mm -hmm. bit. I think mm -hmm. it makes for good storytelling. I've lived, you know, all over in Southern California as well. I've lived in Chicago and now I live in Philly and I actually lived for a while in San Francisco proper and all of those things kind of find their ways into my work, you know. Well, there's just beauty in every place that you go and there are things that just make yeah. you nostalgic for whatever places you know. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So tell me something about you that other people would find hard to believe. Oh my gosh. I, <laughs> this is so embarrassing or not really embarrassing. I used to <laughs> act. I used to be an actor. That's not That's, embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> I'm a little embarrassed, but <laughs> that's how my husband and I met. Actually, we used to do improv at the same theater when we both we met in Chicago. So and I moved there to do theater. And no, it's not really embarrassing, but it's definitely something that I'm 
happy to not be doing that these days. That's funny. So <laughs> improv, I, I actually, you know, I, I really think acting is super cool and I did just enough of it to really enjoy it. So tell me about improv. What is, what are you kinds of things did you do with improv? We did what's called long form improv. So we would get a suggestion from the audience and then we would basically create like a little mini one at play off of that. That was my favorite kind of format. Wow. There's other stuff. There's short form, there's, you know, games and things like that. But my favorite was just taking something, you know, taking a suggestion and then creating an entire story around that. And actually the most fun thing about improv is that it is it's a team activity. You know what I mean? It's not like Uh you're up there by yourself. You are sharing this and you're giving and taking with other actors. And that, that actually was really, really fun. I, I actually don't like the attention of being up on stage, but I love that collaboration of working with a team. I always have. Oh, that's so cool. And you know what occurs to me about improv as you're sitting there talking about this is that that is exquisite preparation for book writing, I would think, because mm-hmm. to, you have to be really mentally flexible to make something like that happen. It really helps. Yeah, I didn't know it at the time, but yeah, it actually comes in really handy. Yeah, well, it seems to have worked for you because you have several books published already. Yeah. So tell us tell us where the book is set and what's important about that setting. This book is set in kind of a small town in New Jersey. It's about two women. They're two estranged friends who made a terrible mistake when they were in high school and both now find themselves back in their hometown in New Jersey. And speaking of teams, actually, they both met each other and became so close because they both played for the same soccer team. And that's actually part of the setting too. So it's really a friendship story, but there's a backdrop of soccer at the core of this book. So one of the characters is facing a possible retirement from a professional soccer career. And the Mm. other actually started a travel team, a travel league in their small hometown because they didn't have that growing up. Hmm. Very interesting. So who do you think will connect with your book? Or who were you thinking of when you were writing it? Well, it's women's fiction, book club fiction. I think anyone who enjoys stories about relationships between friends and family, I think that, I mean, I have a kind of a love-hate relationship with the term women's fiction. (laughs) You know, we don't call it men's fiction for, you know. (laughs) But I do think that if anyone who likes those books about that are character focused and focused about their journey, the women's journey is going to enjoy this book. You don't have to know anything about soccer to enjoy this book, but it is friendship story. Very cool. So tell me a piece of advice that you think has been the most helpful in your writing journey, or you could say the least helpful. I'll give you the option. You know what? I think it's the same answer, honestly. I find that advice of write every day, both Mm -hmm. helpful and harmful. (laughs) Mm. I think it's helpful. You know, when I'm in a project, I like to try and touch it every day if possible, But that can also lead to beating yourself up if life gets in the way and it doesn't really work for everyone. And I find that it works for me sometimes. And then there are other times when things get really busy 
you know, there's just things that happen in life that are unavoidable and you can't always get to your manuscript, yeah. even though you want to. Yeah, that's very true. So you can't be hard on yourself. So I find that write every day is is helpful, but also don't take it literally every single day necessarily. Yeah, I do think that there's a need for rest. That whole idea of a Sabbath is an important kind of thing. Mm. I try to take Sundays completely off and it's really Mm. hard sometimes because Mm -hmm. you have passion and you love it and you want to, I'm like, oh, I can think of this thing I want to do, but no, I am not doing that today. I'm focused on family. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Or it's just, I mean, I'm watching my daughter graduated from high school last year and I am watching now the kids coming up in our neighborhood who are going through the same Mm -hmm. process. And I was like, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, we were so busy last year. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. No, it wasn't a very balanced time for me. I mean, it was fun. I was not balanced and I don't think I was touching my manuscript at the time very much. (laughs) Well, that makes me feel much better. <laughs> yeah, here I know I, you are busy. You are very it's busy. Crazy. Right now. <laughs> well, life just in general is crazy, and sometimes you have to take care of yourself too. Yeah. So yeah. sometimes we pour ourselves out upon the altar of our art. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. It's true. But it's also really nice to be able to get back to something that, especially if it's a first draft that's still just mine. And I find that also it's nice, you know, in the middle of proms and picking out your outfits and all that stuff for graduation Mm -hmm. or whatever it is, it's nice to be able to get back to, even if it's just 20 minutes, you know, to Mm. work on something that's just mine. I think that would be hard actually, because you'd be like, no, I don't want to stop. (laughs) It was fun. Yeah. So you said something that still belongs just to you in that first draft. Is that the part of the writing process that brings you the most joy? It does give me joy, but I find joy in just about every part of the process. I really try to, because some Mm. of it's really hard. It's both joyful and also really challenging sometimes. And as all the best things in life are. Exactly. Oh, right. Yeah, exactly. But I was thinking about editing and I find editing really, really challenging. And I've been trying to find the joy in editing. And Mm -hmm. that's been actually very helpful because I think of it as problem solving, untying Mm -hmm. knots, Mm -hmm. you know, and that kind of stuff makes it more fun. But I do love sitting down with, you know, a fresh sheet and putting words to the page. New words is always pretty fun, but I do try and find joy in all parts of the process if possible. That's absolutely wonderful. I love that. That's the way we should all be. What a good attitude. (laughs) So tell me, Sarah Lynn, what is the best place for people to find you if they want to go look up your books? Probably my website. It's just my name, sarahlynnbrook.com. So that's S-A-R-A-H-L-Y-N, B as a boy, R-U-C-K.com. Okay, very good. All right, and let's close by asking you this. What book or story is inspiring you the most right now? That's such a hard question. There's so many books (laughs) that inspire me, but I've just been recently, my mom, over the past couple of years, has become less mobile, Mm. but it means that she's been reading a lot more. In fact, Mm -hmm. she never considered herself a reader. She was always too just, I don't know, impatient, 
zipping around. And so these days she's been reading a lot more and we've been really connecting with that. And we just finished, or she just finished a book called The Most Fun We Ever Had. I recommended it to her by Claire Lombardo. Mm -hmm. And I love that book. Just, I just love that book. But it was sort of like an extra icing on the cake to be able to share the experience with my mom who never Mm -hmm. considered herself much of a reader and be able to talk about it and connect over the same things and see so many of the same things in the characters. And that to me was just, I was like, this is what this is what what reading is for. Yeah. Yep. That's wonderful. That's very cool. I love the fact that it's not about the book as much as it is about the connection with other people, because that's what's so great about the reading community and the writing community is the, is connecting with people. I love it. Yeah. A hundred percent. Well, thank you so much for being with us, Sarah Lynn, and we look forward to reading your book. Thank you for having me. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you'll take a second to give us some stars or a review on your favorite podcasting platform. We'll be back next Wednesday. And in the meantime, follow us on Instagram at Author Express Podcast to see who's coming up next. Don't forget, keep it express, but keep it interesting.